What did Jesus mean when he said, this kind only comes out with prayer and fasting? This is Cherie. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Meditating the Word. What does God's Word say about fasting? I am so excited to dive into the discipline of fasting with you. It's a wonderful way to strengthen your spiritual connection with God while reaping potential health benefits. As Paul describes in Romans 7, there's this constant struggle between our fleshly desires and our spiritual calling. Our minds play a crucial role in deciding which path to follow. We're composed of mind, body, and spirit. We're triune beings, but without God, our spirits remain dormant. Often we find ourselves driven by our physical cravings, and that can lead us to selfish and destructive behaviors. But our minds can also guide us toward meaningful relationships with others in the world, while our spirits allow us to connect directly with God. During fasting, we intentionally weaken our bond with our physical desires and strengthen our connection with God, spirit to spirit. It's an exchange where there's less of us and more of him. John 3.30 says, he must become greater and I must become less. I want you to think of fasting as a volume knob. When we fast, we turn down the control our fleshly desires have over us and turn up our spiritual connection. Or you might prefer to think of it as a tuning knob. You learn to tune out the physical and tune in the spiritual more clearly. Fasting makes space for Holy Spirit to move freely in us. When we wholeheartedly follow Jesus and allow him to transform us, we undergo a process of change and purification. And fasting is our way of willingly participating in this process. We give Holy Spirit more room to work in our lives. What exactly is fasting? Fast is tzum in Hebrew. Literally, it means to abstain from food. And this word is used 21 times in the Old Testament. In the Greek, it's nestiuo, which also means to abstain from food. And that word is used 20 times in the New Testament. A true fast, contrary to popular opinion, has nothing to do with not watching the news or not being on social media. That's abstinence, not fasting. But having said that, I think that combining the two is incredibly powerful. And that's what I encourage you to do. So is fasting relevant today? In the Gospel of Matthew, we find an interesting account of a young man who is tormented with an evil spirit. You may remember this story. His father brought the boy to the disciples, but they weren't able to cast out the demon. Later, they asked Jesus why. And in Matthew 17, 21, we see his response. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. 
You may not be facing a problem with demon possession, but I think it's clear that there are some things that require more than just prayer. They require fasting in order to move them. Also in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 17, Jesus instructed his disciples, But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. Notice he said when, not if. There was clearly an expectation that his followers would fast. While our main focus will be on the spiritual side of fasting, I also want to mention the very real physical benefits of fasting. Blood sugar control. Fasting may improve blood sugar control and reduce the risk of diabetes. Now, if you already have diabetes, do not fast. Please, please, please talk to your doctor and don't just go on a fast. Inflammation. Fasting can help fight inflammation in the body. Heart health. It's associated with lower risk of heart disease and may reduce blood pressure, triglycerides, and cholesterol levels. Brain function. Fasting may boost brain function and reduce the risk of neurodegenerative disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. It's even been shown to increase brain cells. Weight management. Fasting may increase your metabolism, aiding in weight loss and fat reduction. Growth hormone. Fasting increases growth hormone secretion, which is essential for growth, metabolism, and muscle strength. Longevity. You want to live longer? There's a potential for living longer when you fast. Now, there are different types of fasts. There's the normal fast, which is no food, water only. There's an absolute fast, which is absolutely no food or water. Now I want to caution you. This kind of fast shouldn't be undertaken for more than three days. And only if you have a clear directive from God and you're in good health. You must check with your doctor before going on an absolute fast. Partial fast. This could mean fasting certain meals of the day or abstaining from certain kinds of foods like no meat or sweets, soup only, fruit and vegetables only, etc. You know, in Daniel 10.3, Daniel ate no pleasant bread. It's generally believed that Daniel and his companions ate only fruits and vegetables and no meat or breads from the king's table. Juice fast, fruit and vegetable juices only. So how do we fast? You start by setting your intention. Why are you fasting? Are you looking for direction, healing, restoration? Are you having financial difficulties? Do you need some sort of a breakthrough in your life? Start by writing down what you are fasting for. Then prepare yourself spiritually. You know, Jesus told his disciples that if they had any offense with someone when they came to offer their sacrifice, that they needed to set things right first. Fasting is definitely a form of sacrifice. 
what to fast. It's up to you if you do a water-only fast, no food or water, and please don't do anything stupid. That can be very dangerous. Some food, like the Daniel fast of fruits and veggies, or a juice fast. How long to fast? Again, this is an individual choice. If you have never fasted before, I would recommend you start with a partial fast, or if you want to do a normal fast, I wouldn't recommend more than 24 hours your first time. It's even perfectly fine to mix things up. I've been fasting for decades as part of my spiritual and health practice. My intention is to do a normal fast for the first 10 to 14 days and then add in broth for a few days before I transition to the Daniel fast of fruit and veggies for the remainder of the time. If you do decide to go on an extended water-only or juice-only fast, It's really important to go back to your normal eating gradually. Don't break a 21-day fast with a big juicy steak or a greasy hamburger. You will regret it, I promise. What to expect? Your body is going to go through a detox process. You'll be eliminating toxins from your system. You might have some headaches, especially if you are a coffee drinker like I am, and you may find yourself a little irritable, and you're going to be hungry. The first three days are the hardest. After that, most people experience an unexpected increase of energy and clarity. You do want to limit your activity and exercise moderately while you're fasting. Now, if you start to experience lower back pain or hip pain, especially if it's really strong pain, please be careful. This could be a sign that your kidneys are being overloaded with toxins. You also want to make sure that you stay really well hydrated during your fast. I aim for a gallon of water a day. Here's some helpful tips. I like to drink a cup of hot water in the morning when I would usually drink a cup of coffee. It's okay to put some lemon juice in the water There aren't any calories in lemon juice, so it won't break your fast. And it's also okay to put a little bit of salt on your tongue. Again, no calories, and it will help you retain water while fasting. You may want to weigh yourself at the beginning of your fast and monitor your weight, especially if you are doing a normal fast, consuming no calories. I determine what the lowest weight is that I will allow myself to reach for health reasons. And if I go below that, I will start transitioning to a Daniel or partial fast sooner. Now for some disclaimers and warnings. Fasting may not be appropriate for everyone. And there are side effects you need to be aware of. If you have diabetes or underlying health conditions, Consult your doctor before doing any type of fast, especially for extended periods. Older adults, adolescents, underweight individuals, and those undergoing cancer treatment should also seek medical advice before fasting. If you decide to try fasting, stay well hydrated and consume nutrient-dense foods during your eating periods so that you can maximize your potential benefits. Now hear me, avoid fasting if you have a history of eating disorders 
or if you have an unhealthy relationship with food. This could really trigger you. Remember, fasting can be a powerful spiritual and health practice, but it should be approached with caution and with wisdom. Most people can safely go on a partial or an intermittent fast. So why fast? One of the most important things about fasting is this. You aren't fasting to move God. We don't fast to make God do something for us. We don't fast to earn something from God. Fasting is more about putting ourselves in a position to receive. If you have questions or comments, please let me know. Over the next several episodes, we're going to look at examples of fasting in Scripture. Fasting is a powerful spiritual discipline, and it comes with incredible benefits. I hope you'll join me. I would love to pray over you today. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to set an intention at the beginning of the year. I pray for everyone who is listening to this podcast, Father. Whatever goals, needs, and desires they have, I know that you have already made provision for every good thing. Where health is needed, help us to receive it. Your word says that we were healed by the stripes of Jesus. Where financial resources are needed, we know that you are the God of multiplication and you delight in the prosperity of your servants. Father, whatever we have need of, for life and godliness, you have already provided it. So as we prepare to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, denying our flesh and shifting our focus to you, to your word, and to praying, we know that you will bring to our minds the answers we seek. As our minds clear, we give Holy Spirit free reign to guide and direct us. We thank you for your love. We know that you are able to provide exceedingly, abundantly more than anything we could ever ask or even imagine. So we place ourselves into a position to receive all that you have for us. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.